the intersection of Christian faith and Christian living. This is Crosswalk with Gino Geraci. Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. Good afternoon and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Gino Geraci. So glad you could join me on the program Crosswalk. This is a program, well, designed with you in mind, the program where we ask and we answer the questions you care the most about, questions about God and the historical Jesus, questions about the Bible, questions about world views and world religions, and of course, questions about the beginning and questions about the end. And from time to time, we have authors, artists, guests who are making a difference in the body of Christ, the kingdom of God. Joining me is a familiar guest, Joel Rosenberg. He, of course, is the author of several New York Times bestselling books and is uh, going to be in the front range of Denver this week, this Thursday. Joel, welcome to the program. Great to be with you, Gino. Looking forward to seeing you on uh, Thursday. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, obviously, you know, we we talk about some of the real challenges that we have, but also the wonderful privileges that we have. And and one of the great privileges is to be able to support ministry architecture and the wonderful work that your mom and dad, uh, Lynn and Mary Jo Rosenberg, do around the world providing um, basically free uh, architectural support for some great, great projects all around the world. Yeah, I'm, I've been so grateful for them. I mean, they've been believers since I was six years old. And uh, rather than retire, uh, as you know, because you know them, you know them very well, uh, they started this ministry called Ministry Architecture. Mm-hmm. My dad was an architect for um, professionally for more than 35 years. And so, again, rather than retire, he decided to help ministries in developing countries all around the world Christian evangelical ministries uh, that needed uh, an orphanage or a, a ministry training center or uh, or a school or a medical missionary hospital or something that would advance uh, the work of the kingdom, uh, preaching the gospel, making disciples, caring for the poor and needy, widows and orphans. And rather than charging these ministries for all those years of expertise, you know, he would do it for free. But, of course, they need <laughs> to raise the support uh, so that they can run the ministry, travel, and do that work. And it's been so amazing. You you are deeply involved, so you know uh, the type of projects they've done in Africa and Asia and, and Israel itself and yes. uh, Europe and, and Central America. So, uh, yeah, I'm honored to be back out here uh, to do this fundraiser for them. And as you know, the the focus is something very timely, isn't it, that, that night, not just the update on their ministry. It, it really is, and, and when we consider... Uh, what's going on in the world, Joel? I know that your attention um, is focused on the most, particularly the Middle East, most particularly Gaza and Israel. Um, for those who have been following your your blog, you've been keeping careful count um, of some of the the key issues that unfold. Um, but as we step back, Joel, and I, I think I want to step back just for a moment because. I know you're profoundly aware of the Ebola virus in Africa. I know you're profoundly aware of of the the, the tension and the conflict that's taking place between Russia and uh, the Ukraine. You're pr- profoundly aware of how ISIS continues to make um, inroads in Iraq. And as you step back and, you, and you're looking at this big picture and how so many things are vying for your attention, what are, what are your just overall thoughts? 
Well, I think the big picture, uh, Gino, is I see a world that's getting darker and darker. Mm-hmm. And that can be unnerving unless we keep our eyes on Christ, who is the light of the world, and who told us to be the light of the world, that we walk with him. You know, we look at the world and we see just horrible things happening here. I mean, you just listed off some of them, um, whether it's uh, uh, terrible diseases ravaging parts of Africa or great evil, uh, like the Russians storming in and you know stealing and crushing uh, parts Ukraine. of the Ukraine and threatening the rest of Ukraine and the rest of Europe. Uh, the ISIS, uh, the Islamic or jihadists of ISIS, uh, you know, killing people, crucifying Christians uh, in Syria and Iraq, and and just you know, just it's ghastly what we're seeing happen. The worst persecution uh, in this, uh, you know, in pr- probably in 2,000 years of history around the world, more people are dying, more Christians, followers of Jesus Christ, dying every year uh, through persecution than at any other time in history. Now, in the, in the big picture, we know from Bible prophecy that, the, that Jesus told us that these things would happen and get worse the closer we got to his return. So, I mean, so for a person who doesn't believe in Christ, um, you just look at the world and it seems like it's spinning out of control. It's just madness, and it's unnerving. But even for people who know Christ but aren't focusing on him, on his word, on the prophecies, it can also be unnerving. And I think that's why we need to refocus what does the Lord say will happen in the last days of history, Mm -hmm. and how does he say we should live in light of those truths, and and what is this peace that passes all understanding that he speaks about when we do walk with Christ? My guest is Joel Rosenberg, and he is going to be uh, here a Thursday night, August 7th, at Calvary South Denver to uh, for a fundraiser for Ministry Architecture. And again, a donation of $25 per person is suggested. If you want more information, you can go to carecast.com and click on the Community Events Calendar, or you can go to ministryarchitecture.com, or you can register at the door. There's just lots of, of ways that you can do it. And Joel, now coming coming in for a little bit of a landing and a little bit of a focus. You've been following the Gaza war you posted for day 28. And today on day 29, uh, or, or on day 28, you also brought attention to a young Israeli first sergeant who happened to be a Messianic Jew. Uh, you talked about some 10,000 plus people coming to his funeral, or 15,000 plus people coming to his funeral. And this is all so so heartbreaking and heart-rending, and yet I see a, a sort of a light, Joel, and that is uh, literally tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of Jews are beginning to to look at Messianic Jews with new eyes as people who both love them and are loved back and are an important part of Israel's present, and and we, you and I, believe an important part of Israel's future. Yes, indeed. Uh, look, this has been a horrible uh, war here in the last uh, 28 days, heading into the 29th. Um, we, we've seen over 3,000 rockets and missiles being fired at Israeli civilians, um, these terror tunnels where Hamas has tried to send terrorists through these tunnels inside Israel, pop out, kill people, try to, uh, you know, uh, kidnap them and drag them back into these tunnels to behead them and, or hold them for ransom. It's just been brutal what we've been watching, 
And in that fight, of course, then a fight back against the Palestinian terrorists. Again, Israel trying very hard not to kill civilians, but the Hamas and other terrorists are hiding amidst these civilians. And one of the soldiers of the 64 uh, Israeli soldiers that have now been killed was a Jewish believer in Jesus, uh, one of 15,000 Jewish believers in Jesus in the land of Israel. It's a growing number. We know many of them, and certainly their leaders, and uh, encourage them and support them. And uh, but yeah, how on the one hand, how tragic, uh, and we need to be praying for uh, this man, this young man, uh, and his family, uh, as well as for all the other families and friends of the the, the fallen uh, who are defending Israel against terrorism. And we need to be praying for the uh, you know the families and friends and neighbors of of the Palestinians who are dying as well, because God loves people on both sides of that border. But Israel certainly has to defend itself against this onslaught of radical Islamic terrorism. And now uh, the first Jewish believer in the military that I'm aware of who has ever died in combat, though many hundreds have served, uh, has happened just this past week. Mm-hmm. Did we lose Joel? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Are you still there? I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. There, there must have just been a little bit of a pause. Okay. Um, and, and um, you know, one of the things, and again, even as we talk about this, and one of the things that you've also posted um, is, again, this this tendency to gravitate in one direction or the other, that we, 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 we draw attention to some of the, the, the cruelty and, and the difficulties, and, and yet um, in no single broadcast can we be fair to both the Israelis and the Palestinians. One of the things that you did in, in a post is, is you made it very, very clear that Hamas is a different agent but that you brought to the attention that sometimes we, as, even as Christians, run the risk of looking at the Palestinian people with the wrong perspective. I can hear the music playing, which means we're coming up on just a little bit of a break. But so much to talk about. Can you stay with me for just a little bit longer, Joel? Just maybe a Absolutely. few more minutes. Absolutely. I'd be honored to. Thank you, Gino. I, I so appreciate it again. Um, Joel Rosenberg, he's a New York Times bestselling author and Bible prophecy expert. He's going to be at Calvary South Denver on Thursday, August 7th, to, uh, for a fundraiser for Ministry Architecture. He's going to make a compelling presentation on the future of America, Israel, and the Middle East in the light of Scripture. He's going to address these world events, and we'll have more when we come back. Come back. 